give him something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. Uh, we're starting really late today. Sorry about that. And we got no cover sheet going. We and no guests and no guest. Uh, we put this together quickly. Um, well, not quickly. We we've been thinking about this subject for a long time. Long time. Uh, doing this com- uh, the conversation about uh, teams at the uh, at the games and the team competition altogether. I have some opinions about it. I express those opinions on twitter don't follow me on twitter by the way at craig howard diablo <laughs> don't follow you i mean no. unless unless you no. want to get the, no. the real thoughts no, it's kind of like the raw <laughs> version of me when i'm whatever i'm angry at i scream into the void of that is that is twitter or now x yeah um but uh i we there's been a lot of discussion you you jamie lee and i talk about teams a lot because james jamie's a uh, multiple time games athlete on a team we're passionate about teams diablo oh man dude bruce wayne <laughs> good morning you're, you're amazing dude <laughs> um but we've 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 we diablo has a long history in team competitions mm-hmm. but it's been a number of years since we've been on the big stage for yeah. the crossfit games for various different reasons mm-hmm. we could talk about some of those um, but i got asked recently by um by uh, Dave Castro to give my input to the team competition um, and what I thought about the uh, in and relative to the uh, affiliate cup and how we bring back the kind of the spirit of the affiliate cup affiliate and the affiliate cup, competition yeah. how we get the affiliates back connected with team competition I don't know that that's possible to be honest with you but uh, you have that where's it play that clip uh, that Dave Castro clip yeah that uh, shows hey Matt glad to have you on thank you for joining us Matt was just out here visiting Diablo, which was really cool. Hung out with yeah, him for a full I'm day. So bummed I missed out. Longtime affiliate owner. Turn that volume up. For that. He lives a couple hours north of us, and, and uh, he tweeted, "It's time to end the CrossFit Games affiliate team competition. Instead, let's revive the Invitational International Team format held after the games, with teams comprised comprised of the best athletes representing a country or region." I want to ask, why does he think we should end the CrossFit Games affiliate team competition? So, you, Craig, if you want to comment here, if you want to have a discussion on your podcast or have a discussion, I don't want to do a long podcast, but if you want to have a discussion about this. Uh, <laughs> Did you give him the number? Maybe you would have called it. No, you want to. Yeah, let's kill that. So, um, we, he and I traded text since then, since that time. Yeah, um, I did send him an invitation for a podcast. I don't know a few weeks ago, and he completely ignored it. <laughs> didn't even didn't even acknowledge it. He's not a huge fan of of podcast a, po- a podcast in general. Although he is now wearing a headset and a microphone, so he's not wearing the headset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of on there to hold the mic in the right place. It's, it's the the mic mounted yeah. at this point. So. But in, but anyway, so we uh, wanted to talk about teams and what our thoughts are, or what our thoughts are on teams. I'm going to put it on that way. I put it out in the public. Um, I did send Dave a very lengthy email um, because he sent a follow up text to to that request that he put the, that he put there on his podcast, and we just kind of del- I delved into what I do, and these are things you and I have talked about. Yeah, is why the affiliates feel. Um, I think separated from the team competition are aren't as passionate as uh, about the team competition. Mm. 
And it, you know what I'd like to do is I'd like to, I think before we, we start this is give, give people some perspective is if um, back in the back, back in the day, here we go back, back in, back in, in my day, day. <laughs> um, the, the team competition when it first came out was the only way you could really do it to get there to, was to have the athletes within your gym. I mean, yeah. there, there was no cross recruiting just because one, it was, um, you wanted to showcase your athletes in your gym and it was usually the athletes themselves that got together and said, Hey, we want to make a team. Yeah. And the, there wasn't any thoughts about like, like, I don't know, it just would have been like cheating on your girlfriend if you went out and, and went to another affiliate yeah. to be on their team just so you could go to the games. It, it wasn't a, competitive. It wasn't about being, being it, that's what it was. You know what it was? It wasn't about being at the games or winning the games from an individual perspective. It was about representing your affiliate. Yep. That's what it meant for me. Every yeah. time, I mean, I was, I, when I first came to Diablo in 2011, um, after closing down my affiliate, I competed individually at, the regionals in 2011 um watching the diablo team out on the floor at the games in carson and just how the community kind of backed that it was awesome yeah i mean like that was that was the thing that kind of drew me into the affiliate cup prior to that i was an individual athlete and like you know come from a wrestling background never been on team sport and then having a chance to be a part of the community and go and represent diablo's community that was that was the best part of it. Bruce Wayne says, "Bring back the Philly Cup and add add it to the Open. No super teams." Yes, and I agree with that. And but the, there therein lies the, the 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 problem is is how to, yeah. is the management of that? Like, yeah. how do you prevent that? Or even in when we when we went head to head with you CrossFit, you was the kind of the first. You uh, was the first team to kind of recruit or well they, they may not have been the first but they're the first where we really knew it where they're bringing athletes from 200 miles away 200 like head coaches from other gyms yeah to to train with their yeah. team because tommy wanted to win he's a very yeah. competitive guy tommy's a great guy by the way and he and i are good friends and he's helped me out a lot with uh with affiliate stuff um so it's no rub on him he it, what it became was what tommy recognized being probably being a collegiate a football athlete a good collegiate football athlete is that it's all about the w yeah and then doing what you can do in strategy and recruiting or those things are part of that process and so that's when recruiting became a part of the process mm-hmm. and i think that's you know i'll point to that as the beginning of the end of the affiliate cup yep and and so bring it but so do me a favor bring up the clip of the diablo um, at the games to get, just to give people some perspective of what this was like. Cause they're Invictus two had this, the big sea of green. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these affiliates did, they had all their fans would travel. They would book tickets, hotels, and they'd go to the games or the regionals to be a part of the process. Yeah. And it was really unbelievable. It would, the energy was, was off the hook and it was so much different than what it is today. And the stands were full. Full. Yeah. Because of they're full of family and friends. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You had six athletes on a team too. That yeah, that, that did help. Six athletes. There's was, a there's a number of components, but show yeah. the, just show that to give some perspective here on on what we're talking about. But from you know our back in the day story. So here is from 2012. It was the final um, event um, teams game. Here we go. Jamie's producer. Yeah. 
talking about how much we wanted it and how sad we were that we lost by one point. So this year we are that much more prepared, that much more confident, and we're gonna. Are you on wireless? Are you on wireless directly? Yeah, and I'm so happy it's like chopped so this was the 2012 team the majority of them were returning athletes from uh, the 2011 team that I had a chance to watch this is Chuck Carswell by the way 2012 getting the teams fired up as they're headed out oh, gee. Oh, gee. without the beard Hey, can you make this run a little better? It's this is how it was cut in YouTube. It's it's been chopped down, right? So those are our fans. That's the group of fans. You can hear all the fans chanting, and then now they're counting one athlete's reps. It's kind of hard to see from this perspective, but this entire section was Diablo people. You had an entire sea of green up there in the corner. But the stands, the stands were full. Like, yeah, back at this time, the stands were stacked. Yeah, they with, were for for the affiliate cup. And last time when I went to the the um, at the games in Madison, I went in to watch one of the end of the one of the last events of the day. And it was just sad. There was like nobody there. It's like the, the affiliate cup was just, it's it's just kind of going through the motions. It's 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 not a it's not affiliate cup. Oh, by the way, thanks, uh, Wad Zombie. <laughs> Our podcast. <laughs> I, I was thinking because he did a YouTube post today, and it was AI generated. Yeah. No, he did a YouTube post, an Instagram post. He did an Instagram post today, and he did it. AI generated. Uh, I saw the podcast. And of course, I'm kind of flipping through, but we're <laughs> where's the PR? You're so, you're so nice because we're not big enough. We're not big enough yet for that. Like, how many how many viewers, average viewers, do I got to get to before Wad Zombie will do an AI generated version of our podcast? We got a ways. <laughs> I know we got a ways to go. Anyway, so um, but back to that though, the energy at the regional levels, yeah. at the sectional levels, and admittedly, Diablo fans were just. It was fucking obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. were we we offended a lot of people. It took a lot of years of, of hard work to rebuild relationships with affiliates in our area because our fans were just off the hook. Yeah, yeah. but let passionate me, too. Yeah, though. but but let me tell you, you know what that did? To, coming back to teams and affiliate cup, people wanted to beat us. Yes, people wanted to beat us, and they were stoked, and their fans yeah. were stoked, when they, and that was cool too. Yeah, that made that created extra energy. You know, we had big rivalries with eight oh eight. 808. Yeah. Remember 808? 808, Rockland. Dude, Rockland CrossFit? Yeah. Or, yeah. We, we, did, we even went up and we trained went back with and forth. Them. Yeah, we did. We 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 became pretty good friends. Leading into the games, we just got some practice. For a brief together. period of time, NorCal CrossFit, yeah. when they decided they wanted to be in the games or not be in the games yeah. or whatever they wanted to do at that time. Um, And then, uh, oh, TJ's gyms. TJ's, yeah. TJ's, because they had Danny and they had Marcus yep. Philly. That was and, oh, dude! They're, they're rock solid women yeah. at TJ's too. Yeah, yeah. Golden that was Rim. that was a that was an epic year. Tw yeah. uh, 2012 regional is the final event. We just had to beat TJ's. Yeah, and we're in the back in the corral area, and you just hear Diablo and TJ's chanting back and back forth, and back forth. and forth. But these are like 
our communities. Yeah, right? no, These no, are the affiliate I, and, I'm, and communities. I'm very good friends with all those affiliate yeah. owners to this day. Like TJ was out just talking to him uh, about three weeks ago. Had okay, just just and we reminisce about those yeah. times. But, and and so the, my question is to you: What do you do you think? And and I guess for fans, do you think we do you think that's possible? Because that's what's missing in the affiliate cup. Like if I yes, what's missing? But the, the affiliates. Well, well, right, the affiliate. <laughs> yeah, what's missing in the affiliate cup? The affiliates. Affiliates. But no shit. Like our fans, our community here doesn't know. There's 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 a lot of reasons why. Yeah. But, but and we'll go, we'll get into some of those. I want to talk about some of those and maybe some of the things that we can do to bring it back. My question to you is, Jamie, do you think it's possible to get back to that? I do think it is possible. I mean, the affiliates are still strong. Um, the there's competitive within the affiliates. It's just how. What does that look like? I don't. I don't think what we have right now, currently, as the affiliate cup, um, serves the affiliates really at all. I mean, if if anything, you might have some people show up to your affiliate that move there to be on that team, just to meet the minimum work requirements to be a part of that team. Um, but I, I, looking back at those days, back in our day, you had people coming to the gym because they wanted to be a part of the gym and they got good there. And then they rose up to a regional team and yeah. then potentially a games team. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a heavily recruited thing. Um, it, it was, it was, a, it was a good example of what was going on in our community. As the significance rose for participation in the CrossFit games, meaning the dollar values go up the prize money mm -hmm. the social media love that you get and everything else then the athletes that um you couldn't make it as individuals couldn't qualify as individuals the best athletes that couldn't qualify as individuals or those that just didn't want to put in the tremendous Extra extraordinary volume and then deal with the extraordinary pressure yeah. of being an individual athlete um decided to to per, want to go to the games to to be get part of the get all the gear mm -hmm. get the social media love get the recognition of being a quote games athlete even though you're a games your team's games athlete just to make that distinction mm -hmm. because there's a difference it bugs me when you know i posted this on twitter when masters athletes do that too i'm a crossfit games athlete no you're not your CrossFit Games Masters athlete. Masters athlete, yeah. And, and I think it's specific. important to make that distinction because what it takes to get to the games as an individual athlete um, in the open category exceeds that of the Masters, the adaptive athletes, and the team athletes because the pool for all of those categories is much smaller than the pool for individual athletes yeah and the and what it takes to get there as an individual is just monumental and every one of them it's it's really remarkable and they deserve the distinction of being called and all the accolades of being a crossfit games athlete and that's no knock on the team games at the teams out there because the team the team athletes are really remarkable athletes as well i mean sometimes same with the masters and same with the after in their categories and you could kind of look at some of the athletes that have competed individually, um, you know, still looking to be competitive. 
join onto a team. You know, yeah. maybe they jump into their affiliates team yeah, just yeah. because it's like, hey, you know, I don't want that extra pressure. We've got a kid come in, or you know, like yeah. life life stuff comes up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh no, it's, it's no a knock. great it's, it's a great way to kind of deload for that year, and then maybe right. come back the following. Yeah. So um, there's it's not. Um, I you say it's um, yeah, I can go back. I don't think so. My, not in myself, the format that it is. I can. Well, say, no. I would say that. No, I'm just saying it. it like you're not going to bring back the energy. Here's let, let me give you my reasons why, and then we can talk about mm-hmm. it too. The first of all, the level of competition is so high um, yeah. that it is to get to the games at any level is is out of reach for so many more people. And, it, and the gap, the gap between the average CrossFit athlete in the gym. And the games athlete goes this way because now we got a camera zoomed in. Mm. Is the 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 gap is getting larger and larger and larger? Yeah. And and is is the larger that gap gets between the performance or the work capacity of the games athlete and the average gym goer at a CrossFit affiliate, the further the further disconnected they feel. Mm. In my opinion, back. In the day, there was, you know, I remember talking to Andrew at uh, CrossFit Walnut Creek and him telling me, yeah, he goes, as soon as it just got it got out of reach, it was like no more fun for us. Yeah. When the Super Regional started. Yeah. When the Super when Regional they, started. When they compiled the California, yep. Sor- NorCal and SoCal. Yeah. When there was no sectionals. Mm-hmm. And and that's the that's the problem of growth. Yeah. You're, you've, you're expanding more athletes have exposure to this. So you're going to find some just absolute phenoms. Yeah. You're going to find more rich phronics in the world because they're out there mm-hmm. and now you're starting to get them in and then they become more elite um, they, than the average. And when there's that separation, it's just hard to see yourself or hard to get engaged with it. And so then what has to happen, I think, is that we got to make, you know, we have to make people fans of the sport. Well, it's really, it's much easier to make them fans of the individual sport. It's difficult to make them fans of the team sport, primarily because people don't understand. I was going to say, this can be complicated. Part two. Yeah, yeah this so it's part two. One is yeah. um, the, the, the my, my, my point being number one, that, that, that the competition's the level of competition is so high now that it's out of reach. And so then people don't, aren't really that interested in it. You always like to think that you could be a part of it. And then number two is the te- on the team side, people don't understand how it works. Yeah. There's no consistent rules. There's been many changes to the CrossFit team yeah. competition over the last six years mm-hmm. in terms of qualification, who goes, who doesn't go. Yep. Um, what are the standards? What are the workouts like? Yep. All of this stuff. And so then now you got two things. So that pe- and then, so if people don't understand it, then they don't want to watch it. And then when it's not, then now and the teams that to their credit, hey, they they figured like mayhem. They figured out how to win. Yeah, easy. You want to go to the games, Jamie? Um, come play. Come play on our team. Mm-hmm. Come move to move to Nashville. You know, for a, you know a few months, train with us, or fly back and forth like China yeah. Joe did. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's you, right. and you can go to the games and be on a team, and you can have a gold medal, and you can have all the accolades of being a CrossFit Games champion mm-hmm. team. Yeah, <laughs> team champion, <laughs> affiliate cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The affiliate cup, <laughs> and and those at those athletes when they come in, because we've had athletes come in to want to be a part of our team. Yeah, and they're in the community. It's I, my hats off to the teams, the, the affiliates that can manage that. We didn't manage it well at all. 
Yeah. They, you know, maybe one or two. Liz, I think, was kind of part of the community. But for the most part, when we tried to bring people in, it was a shit show. It, It didn't work. The drama was high. The members didn't know who they were. Everybody felt like kind of was like, I mean, you just feel a little bit dirty. You said it perfectly at one point. There's two different types of teams. There's the organic and then there's manufactured. Yeah. <laughs> the organic's good for the community and then manufactured was not so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, and, and in the defense of those athletes, they got to come in. They got to, usually they're coming from further away. They're yeah. gonna, they, the only time they're going to be here is when they got to train. They got to get down to business. Yeah. They don't got time to get to know people yeah. and, inter, you know, even Alessandra, who is beloved in our community. Yeah. When she was deep into her training, she didn't have time to be part of the community. Yeah. yeah. She was here a lot of the times when there was not as many people yeah. here. Just so she, she coming, needed space. She, she needed equipment. She'd come in the morning with four bags yep. and drop them off in the corner and then just sit there and then do a just, session, leave, come back, do yeah, another leave, session, leave, up, come back. Video recorders. Yeah. And, you know, you couldn't talk to her. Or you might be on her tape, you know, and yeah. you might step in front of her tape or. It was, it's horrible. The, yeah. the, the life of a CrossFit games athlete, I always tell people when people say, Oh, I want to go to the games. I be careful what you wish you for. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you wish for. It's, it's, it's no joke. There's no balance in your life. No. And you look at what's happened, what happened to Hallie and, and, um, uh, what's her Mal O'Brien mm-hmm. and, and, or Haley and Mal O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. And, and you understand how that can happen. You just, mm-hmm. it's, it's overwhelming. Anyway, all the way back to the team stuff so i do think there's some things jamie and i have had a long conversation why we're starting like because we had we've had multiple conversations over several days about this um there, i think there are things that crossfit can do to improve the team competition start to bring the fields and get them yeah. more involved yeah but it may not be at the games level no not, maybe not right away right right like yeah. it's i mean what we've talked about was kind of an overhaul in yeah, some, in some capacity, yeah. Right, overhauls are dangerous because yep. they've fucking done it so many times yep. that they, you know, that, you know, CrossFit loses credibility anytime they make major changes. It's like, okay, we're changing again. What's well, a good time to make those changes? I mean, well, with I the changes with the age group, the adaptive going to its own event, and you know, the fact that they're still doing the teams, the affiliate, if they're calling it the affiliate cup, the teams with the individuals. Um, you know, it kind of goes back to what we had talked about before is, you know, let the individuals be that spectating sport. The teams could potentially become a participating sport, which then only would help serve the affiliates and give something for the affiliates to do. Make no mistake that the affiliates are the indoctrination centers for the CrossFit Games yeah. in every single aspect. Yep. Which is one of the reasons why I make a huge push you know, or well online. And I, I call out the, the CrossFit games athletes to support your local affiliates, put your local affiliate on social media, talk about them. When you stand up in the stage and you, you're on the podium, the first thing you should, the first person you should thank should be your affiliate. Yeah. Because it is affiliate that's putting fans in the seats at the games and it's affiliates that are creating people that like your content. Because we're teaching people about CrossFit. We're getting people engaged with CrossFit. They, whether there still are or not, doesn't matter. That's where it started for most people. Mm-hmm. And we teach people about what the CrossFit games are. I'm the one that puts it. We, we put it on here. Yep. You know, the Rogue Invitational is on the, on the TV yeah. running during the, during the weekend. That happened. And what most people are like, what's, the, what's, what's this competition? Yeah. It's a Rogue Invitational. What's Rogue Invitational? Is it the, the CrossFit games? No, it's not the CrossFit games. It's, it's an a, off-season of the CrossFit games. Yeah. We 
do that. The affiliate owners do yeah. that. I do it because I know one, I'm passionate about sport and I want to watch it. Yeah. But also because I know that if I can get people to love the sport, it's another hook in them to do CrossFit. Yep. They can brag about it to their friends and they'll keep coming back. Um, it's a teams are only interesting when the team fully um, don't care watching teams at regional or the games. I'd move teams to separate comp. Bingo. You know, that, and that's one of the things, and, and he says, I'd move teams to a separate comp. Not sure there is an overall interest. Um, I'm sure there's not an overall interest. With the way it is now. With the way it is now. Yeah. Jamie and I have been to all the competitions. Yep. We've been to the regionals, the new regionals. We've yep. been to the games. Yep. I was at the games this year. We were at the games this year. Yeah. Jamie gave them the benefit. I would get up and leave. We've, you know, as soon as they said, teams, bump, see ya. You know, I'd go, you know, yeah. go back to the RV. Jamie would stay and watch. I, w- watch I wanted, to, I wanted well, to see how it was going. I wanted to right. see, you know, what, what they were doing. First of all, what's the programming looking like? And at the same time, how many people are watching? Yeah. So Jamie and 10 other guys stayed in this, <laughs> in the Coliseum. <laughs> I stayed for maybe a heat. <laughs> other family, <laughs> no, Jamie and all the, and, and all the family and friends that they have. <laughs> and I could tell you what, like I've even been to where like, they're not even their family comes yeah. to these yeah. things. Oh Yeah. No, oh, that's, that's, that's true. anymore because they're not interested. Yeah. Well, and they don't understand how it works either. Well, it's also such, I mean, like, yeah, I agree. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so how do we get the, how do we get the affiliates um, connected? So we, we talked about why they're disconnected and, and, and they, they don't understand the, the work. Uh, the, I don't think they understand the workouts. Um, what are some ideas for the future? One of my ideas uh, for the future is more online competitions mm. that involve affiliate teams. In other words, online competitions that that have to be done at the affiliates yep. with members of the affiliates. Now, there's going to be people that there's there's going to be douchebags out there that are going to go call up their friend. Hey, I'll come over to your yeah. affiliate for the weekend, and we'll we'll do it and we'll dominate this thing. Yeah fine what the like f- like the team Ooh. series yeah team series yeah. team series is fun and then you have a master's division yeah um our yeah, gym right. we participated in the team series the last time it was up and we yeah. had a there was it was a lot of fun yeah i didn't even want to do it and i did it and had fun <laughs> and i was i remember being yvonne's yeah. teammate in that no pressure oh man it was, it was miserable <laughs> But but it was fun. It was fun, and our and our members got involved, and yep. and you can create kind of inner gym competition. So, well, remember the lift off too, right? Yeah, the, the lift off too. Like we had we had a whole people like when we were doing the actual lifting portion, we had a whole crowd come and watch. Like our members yeah. come and watch that. Yep. I think that so I think more online competitions from organized by CrossFit. Mm-hmm. You know, Hiller's going to be all over this shit. I don't care. Like, you know, there were no video submissions required. Just you got to have, but you do have to have a certified judge and it's yeah. and your judge. Judge has to be in and just like, in the would, open. you know what I'd really like? It's is just to, like in the open. Yeah. I would No, I'd actually like to take it one more level higher. And here's how you promote. Here's how you promote certifications. Your judge okay. has to be an L2. Ooh, yeah. Judge has to be an L2. And that's, that's it. That's good. Right, because it, because the, the the coach that's taking the L two understands the significance of that L two, yep. and if they feel like they're putting themselves on the line with their L two, like they're gonna, no one wants to get their L two revoked. Well, they're also a little bit more um, 
Eiffel. Like they've got a right. better eye. They know what to look for right. for specific standards where maybe somebody that just goes through the judge's course, you know, a lot of times just maybe turns into a counter. Well, yeah, they, 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 they totally do. Yeah. I've been there. It's pressure. Mm -hmm. So, but so, so you make them an LT. So that's one way you do it. Right. And then the other thing I think you do, so you do the, you do a, uh, like a team series, right? Yeah. And then you have a, a team series open and a team series finals. And you take uh, the best of the best. Yeah. And that's maybe when you submit do video submissions. Yes. Kind of like a quarterfinals. Yeah. Kind of like quarterfinals. Yeah. Where if you're moving forward, you need to have video proof yeah. that it was done. You do three weeks of team series. Yeah. You know, two, you know, three workouts over three weekends. Mm -hmm. You get a whole week to do the workout as a team. Yep. And then to crown the champion, though, there's like a maybe a one day competition. Yeah. We got to do three workouts in a day. Yeah. Still also remote or in person? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 remote. Okay. Remote. Yeah. It might prompt the opportunity for a local person to to create a yeah. uh, an, an in-person in -person version yeah. of it or where they all come and then you... It could even be like... That a, would be fun. It could even be like, hey, we're, we qualified, let's say, um, sweatshop qualified. Hey, we're going to have a scrimmage. Like, yeah. let's get together and rally our, yes. our resources and, and bring bring everything together. Yep. I think one of the things that has to happen if you want to promote this type of thing, the, the, the good, the, the good thing, well, maybe not right. Is that there needs to be some standards with respect to um, the tests. What do you mean standards? Like as far as like standardize the tests, like no, standardize the rules around competing. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think that would have to, uh, reflect what this what the affiliate cup season would look like if yeah. it was a, a different affiliate cup team series was cool because it was a it was just teams of two yeah but so you and that you know what that does is teams of two does is teams of two gets it makes it easier to set up a team, to team. it does it does but if you do that's the problem with like if, if i say okay hey crossfit teams are always teams of four people two men yeah. two women yeah the problem with that is is then you now know you got who's my partner well, yeah, and then and then for a team series, it makes it harder to run a team series yeah. at, for CrossFit because now you got tr affiliates trying to find four athletes, yeah. paying the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two athlete thing is probably better for for an online competition. Yeah, but I think in person comps. One of the things that is that bothers me a little bit is when I see like Wadapalooza for in person. This is in person comps for when I see Wadapalooza doing teams of three, three men and three yeah. women. Like what? That all started. What, that, well, it's like, well, I understand where it started, but it's like, what the fuck? Like, all right, you know, the CrossFit Games is teams of four. Yeah. Used to be teams of six. Yeah. Waterpalooza is teams of three. Yeah. Right. And, and, and every comp you go to, it's different. You know, I don't know, the West Coast Classic, what was that? Teams of two? That was two. Yeah. That was teams of two. Yeah. And there's men, women, 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 men, mm -hmm. women, women, men, men. I like the whole thing. I, I, yeah. I don't know. What did we do back in the day? It was, it was teams of six for the games. teams of six. You had eight essentially for an, you had to have yeah, an alternate. You had to have an alternate, and the, a lot the, of bodies. The the, the, the yeah, I mean it's a lot of bodies, but at the same time, it's like you're asking an alternate to come in and maybe forfeit going to another team that could have been a potential, and being on that team and maybe going in as an alternate, there you you have no play, like you're just basically taking one for the team. With the way it was before, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like you just if you don't make that top 
three roster, even though you might have some really cool skills to show off. What are your thoughts about multiple teams per affiliate, by the way? So that's one of the things that I was thinking about is that I, I want to – well, go ahead. You tell well, you. So I was thinking. I don't want to. Imp- I don't want to bias you. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk about the CrossFit Games and qualifying for the CrossFit Games. Yes to multiple teams or no to multiple teams. For a, yes to if, multiple teams or no to multiple. Teams? No to multiple teams. Okay, good. That's what I said. Yeah. No. No to multiple teams. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, there's no, there's nothing kind of I think more demoralizing for an affiliate than to get beat by somebody's fucking B team. Yeah. And but, I know how it, but, but if the reality is it's not a B team, that's still well, a structured no, I know. team. Well, no, I know, right? Yeah. But you, yeah, you and I know that, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, still a, it's still a recruited team. It's in yeah. there and they're, you know, and they, they probably think they have a chance. It's just they're so damn good at recruiting that they yeah. can recruit enough athletes for three teams. Well, I mean, think of like Invictus, for example, right? Diablo CrossFit. We're here in Pleasant Hill. Invictus is in San Diego. Yeah. They've got military. They've got college. So they've got a pool of people to recruit from yes that are all very local yeah we don't so we don't yeah. have the opportunity to, to build out that kind of depth yeah yeah um, along yeah, with okay. other affiliates okay yeah yeah good for you for giving them credit for building that locally but they didn't build it locally <laughs> they built one team locally from it's from, where it started yeah <laughs> they maybe. started with the depth yeah. of, of all, yeah. the, all the resources they had yeah, meanwhile t- you know sam dancers flying out from fucking indiana <laughs> to be on the team like oh yeah <laughs> that's definitely not uh, it's, that's recruited. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's not organic. Right. Yes. Um. But like, kind of going back to the idea of so one team. The, so the team we, we agreed on. We, hang on a second. Yeah. We, I just want to put this down. One team per affiliate. Yes. That's your team. Yeah. And they get and and I you know I don't know it's a, I know it's a pain in the ass for CrossFit to figure this out to you know because remember they were they said hey we want to see workout records and you have to do the majority of your workouts and and then and all these affiliates were ratting on all the other affiliates they're getting tons of emails hey so-and-so trained over at such and such affiliate now they're over at this affiliate like that stuff for for crossfit's just a nightmare i don't even think that's in the spirit of crossfit it's not but affiliates do it but it's at the same time because that's it, this the, the rules are allowing it. Yeah. And I think part of the reason why that is is yeah. But how do you enforce the rules? Do they? No. But listen, they did. They did. But but the but but they don't have the resources to do it effectively. Yeah. I mean, they did it on a small level. Yeah. They put them out there, and then they were they were screwing. The, but you don't want to. If you're CrossFit Games, you don't want to have to hire. You know. 500 people so you can go and just track and figure out where the hell athletes were trained yeah it's just if if you want to people want to point fingers at why the affiliate cups you know not doesn't have the same spirit and enthusiasm and and energy that it used to have because of affiliates Mm -hmm. it's not because of crossfit yeah yeah okay because you know maybe they didn't have the right rules in place but it's affiliates that do that that cut corners and Mm. you know fudged and 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 i look i get it that's what happens in competition And when the significance of it becomes so great, when the when their people are so in love with the shoes they're going to get at the games, <laughs> <laughs> and the accolades and the jersey, the jerseys, like, like, yeah, I got, I got yeah. jerseys up on the wall in here. Oh yeah, but the jerseys that they're like, okay, so you know what? We'll bring her in for a season. We did it. Yeah. And so affiliates ruin the affiliate cup. That's that's a good point. And that's, good, and that's a good perspective. It, to have. It, but it happens in I think in any sport. And so the, uh, yeah, I keep saying that. What's the question is? So real quick, just want to go yeah. back to the the, the team the team series, right? Now, if you were to build out a new 
affiliate cup and how do you track people? I mean, you could have multiple online events, multiple team series at lift off. But if you are doing all of those out of your affiliate, then technically you're part of that affiliate. So maybe there was a way that you could accumulate points. Yes. To a point, to a point where then maybe there is an in-person competition. Yes. Right. So you could have multiple people doing multiple partners doing the event in your affiliate. And then some of the better scores maybe get added on to your affiliate score. Shit. I didn't put that in my email to Dave. <laughs> that's we talked about that. Cause we did. I yeah. Think that's a great idea. And I mean, it, it's, it's where you it's, it's making it's, CrossFit no, no, it's, recreational so, sport. Yeah. So, so what Jamie is saying is that your team would accumulate in, in the comp various competitions that it does is accumulating points throughout the season, much like golf, mm -hmm. NASCAR. Yep. And then that qualifies you to participate in a championship yeah. event. And those points are either are earned by doing um, a number of competitions. And if mm -hmm. you don't do a number of competitions, you may have the best athletes in the world, but if you don't do a number of competitions, you don't get any points. You yep. can't participate. So yep. you may have the best athletes in the world, but you don't participate because you you didn't show up. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, and, and here and you know the 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 reason why we talked why we ended up on this discussion because it's kind of like it's it helps CrossFit police the athlete participation for an affiliate without having to be the police. Yep, because the athletes have to participate with the affiliate throughout the year. It requires more buy in from the affiliates and the athletes yeah. to the affiliates. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that's missing on where we are right now because there is no real tie-in to the athletes to the affiliates. They could just show up for that required time to be there to train for the games. Right. But if it was a, maybe a year-round thing in a different event, then you could essentially build it up to that. Right. You could. And I would love to see it come back in any way possible to the affiliates where it's the affiliates. And I, you know, the, the affiliate comp or the, uh, the team competitions used to be a way to engage our members Yep. in, in terms of their athleticism. Cause there's athletes in here that wanted to be on the team and they trained hard and they were, and, uh, and then there's the, the members who knew because a lot of those athletes were coaches. Yep. And so the members knew them and they rooted for them, cheered for them. That's why we had those large, the, you know, the big yeah. Diablo sea of red and yep. Invictus with its sea of green. And, and although we never called ourselves the sea of red, by the way, just to, I want to put that out there. <laughs> to be clear. Invictus, you guys called yourselves the sea of green. And we used to make fun of you when there wasn't a lot of you out there. We'd call you the puddle, the puddle, the puddle of green. <laughs> and that was fun, man. Yeah. It, that was really fun. I love, and CJ and I to this day are good friends. Yeah. I think because of those competitions amongst one yeah, another, for sure. Um, but there's the, yeah, because our team was from the gym and part of the gym, and and it and it, so I guess it's up to CrossFit to figure out how to 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 get the affiliates, coaches, and members that are there and have been there a long time as part of the competition process, not mm -hmm. imported athletes. Yeah. And it's hard to, 
it's hard to police that, but, but again, the point system where Jamie suggested where there'd be a series of competitions, either online or in person, where could they could be, they could, could earn both. earn points. It could be both. Imagine. Oh no, absolutely. It's imagine both. It, imagine it's, CrossFit it's one, puts out one hundred percent. It's both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine CrossFit puts out one series of tests a month for X amount of months after the open. So you have to do the open because you have to be on that affiliate team registered through the open. So you have to do the open. And then from there, you can pick and choose maybe who's going to compete in this particular week. Maybe somebody's not available. Cool. You get somebody else from your affiliate that can stand in. But you do these events and whether it's in your affiliate or maybe it's like we talked about, maybe rallying a little in-person competition um, just to get a different stimulus. Do that for a few times, and then you get uh, you get some enough points to where you can maybe talk about having a regional type event. Yeah, it would, you know, and I think you incentivize the competition hosts, the event management yeah. people, to to host these things. Mm -hmm. There also has to be competition team competitions for the average Joe. Yep. So just so they can get them, you know, participate. The more we get our athletes participating, our, our our affiliate members participating, the more fan, the bigger fans they become. Imagine, imagine Diablo gets a point for every team that completes the X amount of tests from CrossFit in um, whatever oh. test that they put out there. So now you're encouraging more participation from the affiliates to have more people do it, regardless on whether they can be competitive or not. So it kind of helps, like lift up. The, the affiliates so they have a better chance to then move on to the next round and show off their top athletes. That's really cool. Expanding on that idea. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's a Diablo member that goes and does a registered CrossFit um, competition, yep. anybody gets a point. One, you get, you get one point for showing up. Yep. Right. Registering and showing up and you get more points for performance improvement. Yep. And those, go, in, those, yeah, those go into your, your database. And then Diablo gets an invitation to a team affiliate cup competition based upon the number of points that we've accumulated as an affiliate. Yeah. And we can field whatever athletes we want. Yeah. That could, now we're talking team size. Yeah. Now we can field whatever athletes we want for that competition yeah. that, that are all of our members. Oh, man, we're on something here. So all of the points that our members have, have earned mm -hmm. gives Diablo X number of points, right? Yeah. And um, their performance in those competitions can also influence it, right? So mm -hmm. the points are, you know, participation and then performance. Yeah. And then they take the top 50 affiliates in with total points. It maybe includes the open as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you get an invitation to an affiliate cup competition. Yeah. And that affiliate cup competition is... Let's call it four athletes. I'd really like it to be six. Jamie and I've talked about yeah. this. Yeah, we get to, we can we can expand on that a little bit more too. Yeah. Team size, right? Team size, but so four athletes get an invitation, or your team, yeah. your, your team, team Diablo's team gets an invitation, and it can be anybody that has at least one one point. Maybe we instead of calling it a team, your affiliate gets an invitation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah not just the team because no, no. It, yeah, your, your affiliate gets yeah. an invitation. Yeah, and no, it's got to be someone with at least X number of points. Because one point is, then you get yeah. then, then you get the douchebag that just did one competition with your gym, so that yeah. he could be a Diablo athlete. Yeah. So it's got to be someone. Right. But then you, you like you can comprise your team of six athletes. Each athlete has a minimum of fifty 
mm-hmm. league points or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that might be a way to do it. Yeah. That's a cool, like that, that brings it out throughout the season. God, it's a lot of administration though. Yeah. I mean, you would have to have it built into like the, the leaderboard, the software, the software, the software, yeah. the, software the, the so here's the other thing. This is one thing where, um, where I think CrossFit, and looking back, back in the day, if you had asked me, "Hey, CrossFit's creating membership software. Do you want to? Do you want to? Does Diablo want to switch over to that mm. membership software?" Ten years ago, I probably would have said no. Yeah, because I was so paranoid. Yeah, and I didn't under you know, and but I didn't understand. I was also, <laughs> meanwhile, I was using Mind Body, and I was giving, <laughs> I was giving Mind Body all my customer data, credit card <laughs> information, and in Mind Body now markets to them. Yeah. You know, charges me a fee, which is what you were afraid of. Yeah, charges first me a fee for all this shit. Three thousand dollars in in credit card fees every month, plus the software fee. Yeah, my, I'm, that's where I am in the first place. And then they have all of my customer data, so my 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 customers can lead me and go to another Mind Body studio yeah. or facility, and they yeah. just oh hey look at this, look how convenient Mind Body made it for me. I love Mind Body. <laughs> Fuck. And I was worried about CrossFit having my customers' data. No, no. If CrossFit. The big move that CrossFit should have done, not franchising. Yeah. It was software. was creating SMIC client management software and perform and tied it into the games. Yeah. Yeah. Have it a one stop shop. One stop shop. I mean, they already have like our CrossFit ID numbers. Do you know how many people we could sign up for the open if they all they had to do was just Shit. hey Craig, just put it on my tab. Boom. Click yeah, done. done. Yeah. And it's and they're already in. And then all of your data is there, all your records of where you where you worked out, the workouts that yep. you did, everything. If, yep. What, what whether you started and completed the workout oh there's your points to the to the affiliate cup yeah you could like you you all of that like you could like yeah. you, you could take their class workouts yeah and include that as like points you could only have you know your team members must have you know executed 200 workouts at diablo in a year maybe there's like a main site workout that's counting as points yes <gasps> yes <laughs> boom there's some more points this is just a way that we can accumulate points so that way we can essentially qualify on affiliates that are really all right Jamie taking and, advantage of this. Jamie and I just fixed it. How do we get affiliates back involved in this and how do we make this whole thing fair? CrossFit, we'd like you to spend a hundred million dollars <laughs> and develop software that can that's cheaper for me, the affiliate, to process my credit card fees and manage my software and track their performances. So that you can have that data and you can have it. And then we use it to as a comparison for, you know, who's the, the best affiliate. Then oh my God. Yeah, we talk about a missed opportunity. I mean, it's think that's, still well, it's still a still, potential still opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it's just gonna cost more and it's gonna you get all these but you know, over the over the it it, it, it might it, entice more people to affiliate on, too. Here we go. It depends on how long these private equity guys yeah. how long they have their what their view is. Yeah. Because if their view is is like five or ten years. I would immediately start developing software Yeah, because what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of affiliates that are going to fall by the wayside so that you don't even have to worry about those. Mm-hmm. And only you got to work on are your tenured affiliates. And and I, I tell you what, you make this, you make this uh, financially an incentive for me for Diablo and I'll move my, my, my software yeah. over there. Yeah. And my, all my customer data over there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that even if it was all a one-stop shop, it just makes everything easier. Right. Damn. That's a good idea. We just get the hundred million dollar idea. <laughs> software, it's all on software. Um, other ideas for the future too. I don't even. But we, team size. Okay, let's talk team teams. size. Let's talk team size. So, so the affiliate gets to qualify and move on. Now, depending on maybe what level of the competition, 
how many team, how many athletes go. Right. And what are the program? What are the, what is the program? Right, does, so, did, well, let's go, but let's go back. Cause okay. so it used to be six. Yeah. And then the, what were the workouts like? Were there, were there was, there was, t- there was workouts the, for four people. So yeah, there was basically in 2012, I'm referring to sectionals or regionals. Um, at the time you had an event where, so let's say hypothetically, um, or for example, um, Alessandra and I did the dumbbell snatch sprint relay. Right. It was like a two minute workout, but it was a heavy dumbbell. So we needed somebody that could really manage and throw the big weight around. So right. Sandra and I were the ones that did that. Right. And then later that day, it was a six person workout. The next day, it was a four person workout. You had the other two that didn't do the dumbbell snatch. So Christy and Eleni did that one with Mark and Ben. Right. So there was a four person. Then you had another six person event. So the, the, what that did is it allowed the teams to kind of strategize and place the athletes to their strengths, which then helped push the teams further ahead, right? There was more strategy involved. Yeah. It wasn't like who's the well, weakest link. It was who's going to do the best at this event and let's put that person with that person so that way we can really it, get some points. It, well, it, it wasn't. So did you pull up that uh, regional video that you had where Jeremy's on there talking? You have that one. Yes. I want people to see this because this is the importance. Because um, a, a, a great deal of Diablo's early game success was as a result of coaching, and I say this because, um, and I and I'll even go back to my CrossFit Games performance in 2013 as a masters as a masters athlete at the CrossFit Games. Um, I won was able to win the CrossFit Games and win two workouts because of actually two workouts and then survive one workout because of the coaching that I received from my coach, mm-hmm. Jeremy Jones. Like we, he was a brilliant, um, execution coach, um, in the heat of competition and, um, that coaching and why I think that's important like, is because the coach has been removed from yeah. team workouts and from individual competition. We know who the coaches are. This is the interesting thing. It's you know, they're like, they're the ones that got the, social media sites and and collecting fees now yeah the training camps and their coaches but it it it, it's surprising to me that for an organization that values the quality of a coach in the affiliate where we want them to get level one level two level three and we recognize the importance of that coach and distinguishing between good affiliates and shitty affiliates is usually the quality of coaching Mm -hmm. Why are we on the highest stage ever putting the coaches in the background? Yeah. When you and I both know that coaching, when strategy became important, when strategy was important, it was how those workouts were coached. They know how they strategize. Anyway, pull that, pull that clip up if you would, if see if it comes out a little bit, if it's all hacked. This one's better. That last video was just hacked up from you through YouTube. Let's see if this one's better. Watching the regions competition we're doing in 2013. I don't know exactly what it is. It's Hella fast. 
because um, they, they all want to go all the time as hard as they can. So I'm mostly telling them to not train as hard and as much. So it was it was good. We, we actually, I actually expected them to get closer to 15 on this workout. And he had a little hiccup in the middle, but uh, but Liz Liz definitely brought it home on the end. Hardcore. So, real quick, just on this yeah, event. Up, pull that down. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, yeah, there's Bob from The Biggest Loser. <laughs> so, something you may not have noticed there, that event was a four-person um, event. Right. It was myself, Eleni, Liz, and um, Chris. Chris Sicaro. We had six people on the team then. This was one of those four-person team events. So we kind of strategized to put um, Whitney and Kaiser on the box jump deadlift workout on a previous, on a different day. Right. So it opened up more room for kind of strategy. Like, how are you playing your athletes? It's not so much the fittest, sure, right. but it's also who has the best strategy yes. and who's the fittest to perform. So this is what I, this is what I, the in my in my email to Dave about this subject, and I agree with you, and that and that was really cool. Yeah, going through that, I remember being like secondhand party to those yeah. conversations, and it was really cool. And then the and then we and I would be in the stands relaying this information to the fans yeah they could like here's why we're using wind here's yeah. why the, you know jamie's going now here's you know yep. and and do what was the 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 workout at the games that uh where we finished third in the games was it was uh the girls we finished with the girls um oh elizabeth. yeah so, yeah, so yeah. It, it was cool it was so, fran elizabeth isabel grace and diane diane and karen and karen 50 150 wall balls each yeah. of those are uh, girls workouts yeah. and you had to assign one of your athletes to each one of those workouts yep and the strat there was strategy involved in that who was and we knew we all yeah. knew it was great because it ended with karen which is 150 wall balls we all knew <laughs> which athletes right and we knew who was going to be on invictus team we knew yes. who's going to be on youth yep. team yep tommy hackenbrook right yeah you're going to get the tall athlete that can do you know a ton of wall balls mm -hmm. And we knew who was going to be on victory. It was like, and that's what was cool, yeah. right? Is is it that strategy involved the coach, yep. which is in, an important role in, in the, the in, in, our, in our in the affiliates as well yep. is the role of the coach and yep. bringing up the athletes. Yep. And I would like to see the coach, even in individual competitions, I want to see the coaches on the floor. It'd be cool. And and involved in talking to the athletes because that's what they do, especially in the strength events. You know that rogue invitation, you know, when they got the deadlift out there mm -hmm. and they had all those poor athletes like sitting around waiting. Yeah. In the in the background because they, they, they had to stay out there as the other. <laughs> That's athletes just go. how it and goes. Like, dude. And, and the camera would pan and they were just like all just bored. Like this is not that's not exciting for the fans. Get no. those athletes out of there. Yeah. Let them go cool down the best, you know, and then but keep the coaches out there talking yeah. to their athlete. I want to see instead of trying to read what the eye contact is between Tia Toomey and, and Shane and trying to figure out, hey, is she looking at him? Is she not looking at him? You know, and the camera pans back over to Shane or, you know, or another athlete, same thing, go, going back and forth. I want to see the coach out there having that conversation going, okay, here's what you're going to do. All right, we're going to go. Mic this. him up. Yeah. Throw a mic on him. Yeah, put a mic on him. How cool would that be? It would definitely bring a lot more um, 
it would probably help uh, fans. We said this in an earlier podcast. Take a, in the in the weightlifting competition where they're doing the Olympic lifts. Yeah. Instead of putting in rows of oh god, oh, rows and rows of platforms, put the platforms in a big here's in three a, platforms. Yeah. This one starting at this weight. This one starting at this weight. This one starting at this weight. Run it like an Olympic weightlifting. Okay, Get them, let them play a game. I, li- I like that. Except I would rather see the the like what Tim and I said is take eight platforms and put them in a circle. Oh, facing, so you can, facing yes. each other. That way you can see what's going on, who's going where. Yeah, yeah. and have the coaches sitting right behind them, and wa- yeah. able to walk around and yeah. go up to the platform, coach them, give them listen, and Mike and Mike the coach, Mike the coaches. Yeah. I want to hear what's being said. Yeah. We want to know what a CrossFit coach does. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it might even help athletes in their affiliates. Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good cue. So, I like that. The, the Jamie was originally making the point. And I apologize because we got a little bit off subject. But, but is that more strategy in the workouts yes. right now? Here's what I feel like that the CrossFit team competition is a test of uh, four athletes, individual fitness. Yes. And who's so, the weakest link? And so as fans, all we're doing is we're looking for who's the weakest link? Who's going to crack? Yep. And it really – and if you if it comes down to it, and everybody knows this, all the, all the teams know this, it's only as good as the weakest athlete. Yep. Look at the year they had uh, – um, um, what was it? Uh, Annie Thor's daughter had a team. Uh, oh, Reykjavik. and Lauren, yeah. Lauren had a, and Lauren, a shoulder. And, and Lauren yeah. had a shoulder issue. Yep. It's like we knew what yep. was going to happen because they, they all have to work at the same time. Yeah. Instead – Instead, have workouts with different numbers of people, you know, like Jamie said, a four person workout or a two person workout, or even Jamie suggested he goes, Why not a one person workout? Yeah. Make it like if it, if you're at the affiliate cup, like let's say like the, here's the world's games, you've got representation from each country or whatever. Make one of the events a marathon. Yeah. A full marathon. Like now you have to choose what athlete can run a marathon at the same time. They're going to need to do some other shit too. So you're not just getting a specific marathon athlete from your affiliate to join the team they need to be able to move some weight also and then the and so that's that's in the afternoon on the first day they boom they have a marathon yeah then the next morning you get a six-person team shoot the marathon could be going on while two or three other events are going on with yeah, other yeah. athletes like it could it oh, could yeah. be a whole thing yeah, yeah. i mean that's yeah <laughs> okay right ahead of myself but no, no that would be cool. really cool well yeah, one athlete runs a marathon, comes in and tags and starts the next event for the next app for the for the rest of the team. Yeah, that could be that. But it, in, it could be a, a relay too. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's but there's there's ways to create workouts that are. And, and uh, this isn't a criticism, Dave, because he, what he's done is he's like he's testing all four athletes he is fit, for in, the fittest for the fittest yes for the fittest of all the individuals yes. combined, which is the and what games. we're suggest- what I'm suggesting is that. In teams in life, mm-hmm. so at work when you got a team of people in the military when you got to execute yep. a strategy um, or a project, right? When you got a team of people, mm-hmm. um, or in sports, you're going to have specialists yep. that are going to do certain tasks better than other people, mm-hmm. and you as the coach have got to deploy those specialists so that the team can accomplish that that load that yep. compa- that project that that event um the the best way possible Mm. so it is still in in my estimation it's just it's uh increased work capacity for the entire team as a team together yes not as i want to test the individual capacity of all four athletes and try and figure out which one of your athletes has the weakest is the weakest in in Mm -hmm. all in in kind of 
Who's going to break first? Broad time and mortal domains. Yeah. No, I'm I'm saying, hey, the let's you've got as a coach. This is affiliate cup is more almost just as much about the coaching yeah. and the strategizing as it is about the fitness of the athletes. I think the, if, so. To do that, you have multiple events. Yeah. That are are more varied events that have multiple people yep. operating at different times, and then how are you going to deploy those people to accomplish that task? Yep. Hey, you got someone that's better at gymnastics and ring muscle. You better hold them off yeah. for that ring muscle up workout that's coming later. Yep. That two person ring because and, and if they're your strongest person, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Because then then you got to choose someone maybe that's a little less strong or someone that's a little you know a little bit more gymnasty for that workout. So yeah. The, and that involves a coach. Yeah. And team strategy and execution, coordination, communication, camaraderie, all of the things. When it's just four people working together, it's like, all right, one down up, you know, yeah. with a worm. Yeah. And the worm, which has a place in this, that yeah. it still has a place to be, yeah. has, has a, a, a purpose in this kind of event. Yes. But, we're, uh, but I will tell you this the worm workouts are not fun to watch. Nope. And they're, they're, they're they are kind of fun when they get to a point where they all break down. Yeah, that can be somewhat entertaining. Yeah, consumer entertaining, and it, it does create some drama. It, 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 if you wanted to just test all their 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 work capacity, um, like individual work capacity, just do a a worm gymnastics workout. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. That's like, it. That just just it. have that one workout. Yeah. Worm, do a whole bunch of worm shit and some gymnastics stuff, and then you, you, that whoever wins that is going to win the freaking competition overall. Pretty much, the, I feel the, like the, in, I feel like that's in how its current it. in its current format. Yeah. However, if you had a two-person workout, a single modality, one-person workout, yeah. um, more, more, you could have a chipper workout, like the final event in the grid race, yes. the race 11, where you have X amount of movement patterns. You can, I'm going to do this heavy barbell. You're going to go and run that mile to kick it all off. Like it, it, you know, it, it can be CrossFit, but you can set it up to where it's like an individual chipper in a race. My feeling is that it doesn't have to be crossfit it has to be something that doing crossfit makes you great at doing it yeah yeah i mean like so in other words we train cross what do you mean it doesn't have to be crossfit oh it doesn't have to be a cross so like crossfit encompasses a lot well i know okay yeah. so but a marathon a marathon yeah. is not crossfit a marathon is a marathon Could be. An, no no oh, i understand but but a, cross, a marathon's yeah. an endurance event yeah but i train crossfit to do that marathon true true that's a good point. All right. You you want it to you want it um you want it to be where such that you're gonna test your all athletes are gonna be exposed to everything at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you don't want teams just bringing in the marathoner. You don't want you don't right? want people you're, to hide. You want to excel, right? You're not trying to yeah. hide people, you're trying to to show <laughs> off to, their strengths. <laughs> you know, that was and that was kind of what we did in in the grid league. Yeah. Is that we brought in specialists that were really good at like one thing, and that was fun because we were able to employ them for certain stuff. Mm -hmm. But you, we had to have a diversity. Like yeah. there, there's a time when everybody's got to lift. Mm -hmm. You want everybody to have to lift. You want everybody to have to to do the law uh, yeah. to do the, the the worm. Yeah, you got to have people that can. But you also want someone. But even here, it it's a better representation of what's happening in the affiliates. Mm -hmm. You go out to my affiliate today. You know, and there'll be a hundred people that are going to come in and do the workout today. Those hundred people, some of them are really good at one thing. Yeah. At 100, all of them, all of them are good at one thing and then pretty good at everything else. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, it's wall balls and rowing, 
right? That's like, if I'm going to lean it, I'm going to show up on that workout. Yeah. Everybody knows that they give me shit when I show up for, for wall ball rowing workouts <laughs> or farmer carries, right? Those are my strengths. Like yeah. that's a representation of what an affiliate is. Yes. We're not, we don't have all the, the, you know, Alessandra. Okay, fine. Alessandra, she's going to be good at everything, even though she has some strengths too, but and there is a place for those athletes on the teams. Sure. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah. Jeffrey oh, yeah. Adler We're trains gonna, out of an affiliate. No, you're right. No, you're right. Right. To Jamie, that Jamie's right. Those are the, we, those were the, in the grid league. Yep. Those were the most important athletes. Yep. You have to have those general purpose athletes. Yep. Cause you don't know where you're going to have to use them. Yep. Oh, uh, an event might come up where you're like, Oh shit. We don't, we don't have another, you know, uh, another uh, specialist that can lift weights heavy. We don't have yep. another specialist that can, well, okay, let's put Sandy in. Yep. Because <laughs> she can do everything. Yeah. So you need some generals, but you also need some specialists. Yeah. Really, and I and I, and I think the the having, um, allowing substitutions. Yeah. Is cool too. Yeah, I think that that's the one thing that kind of hurts. Just like going into a, the the games and knowing that, like, when you check in, you guys all absolutely one hundred percent need to be healthy. I understand. That that's part of the game. Oh, yeah. But when something happens and you cannot sub out, like that's that's such a bummer. And, okay. and for How? the person that is on the, the 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 injured reserve roster that cannot even come in when an athlete does get injured, it's just like, what's the point? One hundred percent. Remember, so I I was so sad when the Lauren Fisher thing happened. Yeah. So well, what sad. about the guy that well, busted his face on the well, yeah, right? Yeah, on the box. yeah, this is the yeah, this year. Okay, look at this, right? So Lauren, so uh, just because you know everyone mm -hmm. knows it was Annie Thor's daughter, Lauren Fisher, um, and it was uh Con Porter and uh, uh, uh what's his name? God, he's got uh, uh, talk, 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 oh gosh, dang God, it. anyway, sorry, man. big bro, big strong bro, <laughs> he was a good athlete at one point, yeah, too. <laughs> right. Um, I'll think of it in a second, in a second, but anyway. So they get there, right? She's got a shoulder injury. Her pride wants her to, she wants to keep competing, but we know it's going to be a limiting factor, but they were the team that was going to take on mayhem. Yeah. And they had a real shot to. Yeah. Meanwhile, their alternate was there and yeah. wanted to compete and couldn't. Um, Katrin Davis' daughter, because yeah. she didn't make it that year as an individual. Yep. How cool would it have been if they could have subbed her out? Yep. Just for the, just for the whole event. Like yeah. if, if you want to make substitutions available, I think they had the opportunity to, yeah, to, to out, do it at any time, to. to do it any time within the competition. Yes. That I think is whatever the event is. Yeah. So-and-so is going to be better at this event. Let's put them in. Yeah. Yeah. You never have a, you know, uh, the events are never more than four people per event. You have six athletes on your team. Yeah. And yeah. Someone might sit on the bench most of the competition. That, but means now, got, that means you got a fresh but, body when but, it needed. But, yeah, but at least, and that's representative of the affiliates. Yep. We always got someone that can throw down. Yeah. I think that's just the, the, the biggest thing to take away from this conversation is just the fact that with this kind of a format, it supports the affiliates. It brings people from within the affiliates that maybe, maybe have some thoughts of competition, but with the way it is now, there's like, nah, I'm not going to spend my time doing that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, uh, coming all the way back, uh, mm -hmm. so we talked about that ideas for the future. That we we kind of touched upon that. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, I think getting the coach involved is really cool. Yeah. But I, but I think the agreed. Uh, the last thing that um, and that Dave talked about is, by the way, um, you know, Oscar made the point, and I I, I wanted to put it up here. 
because I agree. Um, I'd move teams into a separate comp. I, I, I think so too. Yeah. Until they figure this out, I think that I think you. I like the idea of uh, more from not a point of taking the teams out, but I think you, you if you want to elevate the individual competition to where it's like the best of the best, you take all the all the fluff out of it. So yeah. you t- that you know you take the sideshow stuff out. Keep your resources to show you, off. You what take them. You take the masters out of it, which they did. You take the after, and those guys will have great venues and be able to mm-hmm. compete. And I'm and I bet and I bet now everyone's wondering are they going to call them CrossFit Games champs? Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Call them CrossFit Games Adaptive Athletes Champion Legends or whatever it is. Hey, the legend. I don't even know that Legends needs their name on it. I mean, they're they qualif- might not want to. They're still qualifying, they're out, still of qualifying the open. out of the open. They're still qualifying yeah. three quarters and semifinals. All you're doing is giving you're giving the competition to someone that's more competent to, or not. I'm not saying more competent, but has more dedicated effort to yes it. can highlight more yeah. of the athletes competing that's all they're doing yeah otherwise it's water and down. yes you're champion so you win that you're you're the fittest master in the world yeah and if you want to put the crossfit games moniker on it i that's fine i think that that i think legends should be able to do that i think uh the the pit teens should be able to do that, that yeah. you know if you if you license it through crossfit or you're paying crossfit you yeah. should be able to call them that and they should and you should feel proud to let me tell you what you win one of those you should feel proud don't feel like you're diminished because you're not at the competition you actually probably got a better competition you're probably more qualified true and there's probably more opportunities yeah too you certainly if you have you know 30 people in your age group competing now and now you're like you win that fucking a you're more room for scoring opportunities you you deserve that 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 title yeah anyway god dang it i got off topic again i get rolling on these rants (laughs) um um, but I say t- do the same thing with teams. Yeah. Pull the teams out. Yeah. Oscar's right. Pull the teams out. Put them in a separate competition, because I think that way it forces and give it to somebody to run it. Because it forces um, the event producer to create a viewing opportunity for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. You want to draw eyeballs upon this thing so you can get sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to give the athletes an awesome experience. Pull it. Pull it away from. Pull it away from the games. Yeah. And put it in its own separate event and let someone that really wants to take this. And there are a lot of lessons, I think. You know, I know, I know the grid and CrossFit had its differences back in the day, but there was a lot of exciting things to the grid competition that, mm-hmm. and that they did right. Yeah. There's some goofy stuff that they did with moves and mm-hmm. trying to, trying to get too creative with some of the, some yep. of the moves on the field, but there was a lot of really cool stuff. Yep. And the fans loved it. It was exciting. Yeah, let me. I want to pull one thing up because we're on the grid topic. Yeah. Um, how are you on time? I'm okay. Okay. Um, I do want to pull one thing up that uh, was cool. So share screen, just so people can see this. This, this I think is significant, and it's something that um, CrossFit tries to do now. And like at the Rogue Invitational, they do is create a clear playing field where you can tell who's in front and who's not. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Oh, here it is right here. And that was easy to see who's in front, who's not, because it was one team versus another team. Right. Oh, here it is. Okay, sure. So this is, um, can you see it? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. For me, when I jumped in, share screen, I should have put another thing. Oh, here it is. Okay, good. So this is the grid field. And this was the and this is why they called it grid. By the way, just a piece of trivia for everybody. It was National Pro Fitness League. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the what yeah, and so we and we sent that name to the 
uh, legal team at, at the NFL, and they informed us that they would, in fact, do if we continued to use the the N N N F P L and the logo looked a little bit like the NFL similar, logo, yeah. it was very similar. That they were going to cease and desist us. So the marketing crew at uh, so that's where Grid came from. That's where Grid came from. Got that's it. why they changed it to Grid National Pro Grid League. And then Grid, by the way, if for, for other people might not realize this, Grid's an anagram. I was going to say that was one of the coolest things when they made the change. Yeah, I thought that was intentional. <laughs> I didn't know if it was because NFPL. No, it was because, it, no, because, of, because the NFL told us that they were going to crush the, or that they were going to send a cease and desist. We just didn't want to deal with yeah. it. And so they, so Tony Budding paid $50,000 to a marketing team to come up with Grid. Um, and then Grid is an anagram, so you can read it, Grid, for no matter which side of the field you're on. But here's here's what's interesting, and this is, you know, Tony, there's a book, and I'll, I don't have the name of the book in front of me, but that he got some of these elements on what makes a good viewing sport. Mm-hmm. One of it is you need to know who's winning and losing. Yep. Even Dave Castro says he's got to yep. get up, have a hot dog, you know, go get a hot dog and a beer. Well, you know, let's call it something else, but come back and it's the same. Yeah, come back. You and You know what's well, going on. You know what's going on. You know yep. who's in the way. And yep. one of the ways to do that is through the playing field. Yep. And so what Grid did is they gave you quadrants that you had to move down. So the team started at the start line, and they all of the team members that were in that event had to end up on the other side on the finish line. Yeah. And to do that, they had to accomplish tasks in grid one or in grid one, two, three, or four. Mm-hmm. And then fans could see it. And then on top of it, what was really cool is the scoreboard kind that of shows how many accumulated level. reps that people had. So in every event, there was an accumulated number of reps yeah. that the team had to acquire. Yeah. And and just you watch you watch those that bar move across. Man, you almost watch that more than you watch the oh, athletes because it's like God. you look up, look down, look up, look down, look up, look down, look up, look down. And they would have counters counting the reps and putting so that it yeah. fed that machine. Yeah. And it was it was exciting. There was an, as a fan um of CrossFit team events, there was mm-hmm. nothing more exciting than sitting in that fourth grid. Yeah. And watching those athletes come down and then that, that fourth event. And usually the fourth event was something that was the most difficult ta- uh, task usually. Um, yeah, at the, at or, the end was, of the was, grade. It was yeah. always the heaviest, yeah, heaviest, most, most complex, most technical gymnastics. So by the time you got down to the fourth, you had to have that specialist yeah. usually, the heavy lifter or someone else come down and do it. Or the yeah. team, or high t- high reps, yeah, cycling, high reps, right? So cycling. yeah, it was a, so the all if all the athletes were working together, they were all on the grid together. Yeah, you know, doing in in each of the events, there was uh, nine events, um, or you know, nine races they called them. Yeah, so, um, eleven races, eleven races, eleven races. Yeah, and and the eleven races, each one was through those grids, and they were different. Each one had a unique style, but it was consistent from week to week. Like. Yeah. You know, this one's the mirror event where the, the format of race one was the Jack and Jill. Yes. Two, three were the mirror for the women. Yeah. Three or four were mirror, mirror for, for the, the men. men. Right. Where they, when you that's had, a synchro event. Then you had the sync. Yeah. So it, it, each event had its standardized sequence of the move of the workouts or the races. Right. But the movement patterns would vary. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, so it is, it was exciting to watch. It was easy to understand and easy to follow. And it brought the, it brought the fans in like the mm. fans love being a part of it. Do you have one that promotional video? Let's show that. Cause yeah. if you've got a few minutes, we may as well talk about it because I think this is something that, that CrossFit, I think not enough time's gone by now. There's no, there's less resentment because a lot of these athletes came over from CrossFit. 
and did grid and crossfit was pissed off they didn't like that because we were using crossfit content to promote grid and it really there were some things that we did bad were we using crossfit content or were we using some of the athletes that did crossfit yeah okay let's not get into the legal nuances <laughs> but i can understand i uh, today yeah, and now i look it back makes and, I, and i understand why we pissed them off bad here watch this promotional video because it's really cool and if you're listening to this match two teams go head to head look at the fans races, men and women together equal with unlimited substitutions and quick transitions action is fast across the grid and every move justin cotler each race demands teamwork strategy and maximum output Annie Thor's daughter body weight elements and your athleticism God, the, the best skill and really fast athletes at the peak of human performance leaving it all on the grid to win it's like nothing ever seen before oh they they had yeah. that um that one event with the the so they had the ring touch so right. it was a ring into okay. a ten foot target yeah but so, then they had the rope the okay. rope starting at nine feet yes. you had to jump up so you really had to have a specialist to be there for that yeah so we so we, so some of these events there's a couple of events here that that special events that Jamie's referring to that and CrossFit's done a little bit of specializing Some of it, yeah. sometimes like that I remember at the CrossFit games they've done that before where it's like oh mm -hmm. shit um i forget what one was but anyway but um, but right off the top of my head the well when, when they first went to the 20-foot rope climbs first year they did 20-foot rope climbs we did 20-foot rope climbs in 2012 yeah but, but the first time they did it was like what oh 20 -foot yeah, rope climbs. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah right and similarly in grid they did the same thing so the one of the events was this was awesome we, yeah. it was these things didn't expect to we didn't expect as as fans and as as Team, athletes. yeah, athletes. The ten foot ring touch. It was yeah. a burpee to a ten foot ring. Yeah, and and so there were all there's like you it, mo, a lot of the athletes could do some, but when you're doing a high volume of them, yeah. and then if you hit the ring too hard, it, it moved the ring, lies, and then yeah. you can't hit it, and then you can't do. It. <laughs> and watching these athletes come out to the fourth quadrant when that was the fourth yeah, quadrant thing that was, and they had to do. We might be like a huge lead, oh, yeah. and then we get to that point, and we got Buddy Hitchcock out there who's like. 511 he's yes. got the best hops out of everybody yes. on the team but <laughs> but watching athletes self-destruct yes was like just the most painful thing and watching another team come in and catch up yeah the other uh um what was the oh the, the other one that was really cool was they did the 15 foot wall balls yeah yeah the, the 15 foot wall balls yeah 15 foot like wall ball one. targets and you'd think no problem crossfit athletes can do 15 foot wall ball. but when you haven't done them and cycled them or a 365 clean and jerk for two. Yeah. <laughs> so, Danny Nichols, yeah. touch and go. Yeah. So, so that was a, so it was a clean and jerk, um, a clean and jerk uh, ladder. And yeah, and, there was and the all ladder, that, yeah. right. And the athlete, man, first man had to come out and then the woman come out and do. No, but so one of the movements at the end of some of those races was that two rep clean and jerk. Oh, yeah. So for, you had to have some, that's where like Dimitri Kolkoff came Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because you have like this super heavy weight that, yeah, not your traditional crossfitter is going to be doing right, that. and they come out and they're stone cold. That was yeah. one of the things the yeah. athletes kind of complained about that they yeah. didn't really have a chance to warm up. Yeah, and so they would, you know, and they, all of a sudden, so you'd watch a team come out and they dominate the race, and then that barbell sitting at the end. Yeah, and then the athlete would come racing back and tag the athlete that does a three sixty five mm -hmm. clean and jerk, and the athlete would walk out. And they'd walk out because it's like they're trying to get psyched, they're trying to get prepared, and you know the fans are going nuts, and you'd yeah. think they'd sprint down and try. No, no, 
they would walk down and and there's multiple times where one team's athlete would come down to that fourth quadrant like 15 20 seconds ahead and only have two reps yeah 15 20 seconds ahead of the other team and then go to hit that and get stuck yep and then the other team's athlete comes down. The pressure starts to mount. And you'd hear the fans start to go nuts because they know, oh, 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 this is going to be a race. Yep. And that put pressure on the athlete that failed. So now the athlete's got to go. And then they lose, and it was the the place would go nuts, yep. absolutely nuts. Yeah. And that fan engagement that it, it, making it fun to watch, I think, is absolutely essential mm. for CrossFit to get the affiliates back in. Yes. If you make it fun to watch, you make those team events fun to watch where there's strategy, involvement. And I, 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 I do care that, you know, they have, they have, they have increased work capacity, broad, yeah. broad time, model domains. But, if, but more than that, I'm going to get my community involved in watching these things if it's fun as hell to watch yeah. it. Yeah. And it's thrilling. Yeah. It's the same reason people watch football. It's thrilling. It's exciting. You can identify. But if you just go in there and just watch them doing th- th- thrusters with a worm until someone fails, like only people who really understand what that means, like you and me, we're like, okay. Really, only people that understand how that feels is people that have done worm work. Right. Like you, that's, it's a different feel. And I, even our team in the semifinals um, this last, this last year. Some of them was the first time out on the field using a worm, and it was eye-opening. Yeah, you don't you don't know you don't you just yeah. did something, but yeah, it's it was eye-opening. Yeah. And it, but it was it can be way more exciting. Is my point? Oh my gosh, it there's so many things. Way more and exciting. I, and I and I you know there's there's again there's a lot of bad blood between the, the whole grid and CrossFit thing, and I want them to put that away. Tony Budding is the guy that it was the brainchild behind yeah. this. And Tony Budding created grid after the based invitational. Up, yes. After the invitational in Berlin, mm-hmm. where he saw the fans that really didn't understand CrossFit going absolutely nuts. Yeah. Was it really the team versus team thing that kind of started it off? Cause then eventually we ended up getting to like two or three other teams competing with it. I don't understand. Cause it was, it was like us versus the world. Yes. That was that was but one. then but then it, it kind of evolved into like oh yeah three or four yeah, different countries Canada, yeah because yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know probably someone probably Canada complained I wonder if that's because <laughs> Castro had commented on that and and said like you know there may be something in the future that we might do but we won't do that because he just doesn't like to go back to do stuff that we've already done yeah this you, is an idea to do something different yeah it's an idea to do something if you want to you you if you want to you want to get affiliates involved in the international competition here so I'll tell you how to do it. Put me in charge. No, don't put me in charge. I'm not a good, I'm not a good event no. manager. Get at the table. Let's yeah. see the table. But, but I want to see the table. Here's, yeah. how, here's how you do it. Right. You, um, you go to America and you pick, you send out invitations to the, to the best men and best women. Mm. And you go and you're going to do, you're going to create a team of eight, three men, three women of, for the best CrossFitters in America, in America, then the best CrossFitters in Canada and the best CrossFitters in Europe mm. or whatever, wherever the combination of, continents that gets that ends you up with like four good teams mm-hmm. um and then not only so that's, so that's six athletes per team then you send out an invitation to the best masters at you know 40 and below and it doesn't have to be you know 35 39 athletes it could be the 40 44 but it's like each team needs to have a master's athlete yeah. master men master's woman 
which is what we originally which did, is, is when we did great. Which is what we did with great. And, yeah. and that idea was good when that we started. Stuck, that stuck all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Did it? Masters yeah, all the we way had, through? We had no, masters. we dropped. Last year we dropped. We had masters in Provo. Did we? We're not required. You're right. It, it wasn't, wasn't required. required. We had it just because of those were they were That's good right. athletes. That's right. That's right. But anyway, so so that was an original idea the grid had, and and it was challenging. It became challenging for teams because the masters were likely to be injured, and then you yeah. had to have a substitute. Had to have backups. You had to have backups um, because of the volume and stuff and the training together and and the nature of it. But that doesn't mean for for an international competition, one competition, you can have the best masters men, masters woman. Yeah. Like. How cool would that be to see them competing as part of that process yep. and then have like six events with different strategies and, you know, similar to similar to what grid did and then and be able to play and substitute. But you, but your master's athletes have to play in like two events. Yeah. It, minimum it, it requires some kind of minimum work. requirement. Yeah, some some kind of minimum work requirement. But I think that would draw a lot of people in. Because it would draw a master's athlete, a master's that, fans. There's all these fucking masters that complain and bitch and moan yeah. at them. Eh, we're not getting close. It, those people would watch this. But is that – so you're talking about a team event, not necessarily the affiliate cup. No, this is okay. This is this is international team. Okay, yeah, this is. I just just wanted to clarify. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, if I'm not making that clear, that I'm talking about the international event that CrossFit used to have international, the Invitational. Yeah, the the international invitation. I think it gets done after the games. Yep. And I like the idea of doing it if they can afford it. They can figure out a way to make it profitable. Yeah. Again, this this is something that I think you do you you uh, sublet to somebody. Yeah. You let somebody else do it. CrossFit doesn't have to run it. Call the Torian Pro guys. Go, hey, well, how would you like to run the international competition? Yeah, they did a good, they did yeah. good events. We'll let you do it for free. You put the CrossFit Games name on it. Just don't fuck it up. Yeah. And it has to have six athletes per team or eight athletes per team, and two of them have to be masters. Mm-hmm. Boom, go run. Yeah. By the way, watch a lot of grid videos because those guys know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> But don't do the. the you can st- let you can let Dave oversee the. Don't the do the too. corny, yeah. reverse flip, gymnastic stuff. The, that the, we, the we triple touch. Yeah, the triple touch. We don't need Toto to bar, see. No, bar we don't. No, <laughs> stick with traditional CrossFit movements. But you know, it'd be cool to see a refrigerator flip and that kind of stuff. You know, it'd be cool to see you know a little like bit of strongman kind it's of like stuff. The pig. Or the pig. Pig was cool pig when was we did great. the pig. I love that thing. In the in the uh, that was pretty cool. That was a really pretty. Pretty cool piece of equipment. By the way, that was that was another event that we did. Like that equipment, you know, Laco made a pig that yep. was unbelievable. Yeah, that thing was bulletproof. Yeah, and it just fl- he flipped it down the the floor of the yeah. event, and that shook the the, yeah. the stadium. Sh- yeah, that was huge. It's really cool. But you could really, and again, and I think that's where that's where CrossFit's got to let go of. CrossFit's got to, and and Dave, I think has to has to give up. He has to give up the. Let's test all the individual fitness of the individual athletes. Let's start with fun. Mm-hmm. Let's start with fun and work backward. Yeah. And fun to watch and fun to do. Yeah. Because that's the, the and accessible for yeah. all affiliates to be a part of. Yeah. And accessible for all affiliates to be a part of. Let's let's take out the 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 test of the fittest is for the games athletes, individual yeah. athletes, yeah. and the masters athletes and adaptive and everybody else. Yeah. The the team begins with Let's make this freaking fun. Yep. Let's show how CrossFit can be. This is the opportunity. We're, we're reaching a really good conclusion here. We're, re, we're, we're, we're the, my conclusion from this discussion, this rambling, sorry, everybody that's listening to this podcast, 
Um, it's just Jamie and I talking, hashing this out. But I think my conclusion is, is that the team competition needs not to be about test of the fittest. Yeah. It needs to be the test of, of strategy to accomplish a task mm -hmm. as a team, which is what teams are in work, sports. Okay. Maybe not. So, And it's got to be it's, fun. It's not the test of the fittest. It's the test of the strongest affiliate. Yes. It's the affiliate no, cut, no, Hang man. on a second. It's not the test of the strongest affiliate. Well, that could be. Because so, so strongest the, could also come yeah, down yeah, to yeah, strategy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Strong, strongest affiliate team. It's a test of the strongest affiliate team. I still like the affiliate. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe you're right. Because it's because remember, you're, you're, no, no, because it's the people that you're going to be able to get. Yeah. You do you have the coach. You can pull from you're, everybody within yeah, by the your way, affiliate. Your coach has to be an affiliate member, has to be an affiliate coach member. Yeah. None of these bullshit, yeah. you know, training camp people. Yeah. Um, has to be, like you said, yeah. it has to be an L2. Yeah, the Shane's has, has to be L2. Shane's no, it has to be an L2 at working at a CrossFit gym. Yes, yes, yes. yes. At the CrossFit gym. Yeah. None of these Shane's, the, yeah. the whoever else. No is. big training camps. The just the Justin, the training camps. The Justin Cotlers. <laughs> Talking about great. By, by the way, another another good friend and and uh fierce, fierce competitor. Yeah, fierce, fierce, mean competitor. I love that guy. But anyway, the yeah, so it's it's and then it's but it's about about creating fun, exciting workouts that require a lot of strategy and require you to have a really good coach and a diverse crew of misfit CrossFit um, athletes. All with an underlining goal of elevating the affiliates. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yes, it's got to come back to that. Like. What you know, we have right now is not elevating affiliates. Our fans, remember our members would go to all our grid matches. Yeah. yeah. yeah and watch them. so fun. It was really fun. Yeah. And other teammates and that had other gyms that were also coming out, like Buddy at CrossFit Excel, all of his yes. people were coming out. And we got to know all, we got to yeah. know Buddy's affiliates. How yeah. I know Buddy, uh, Buddy's affiliate. Yeah. And the, and the people that did grid, by the way, just so everybody knows, so everybody gets all pissed off and we'll agree that. The, the every single person did grid was a CrossFit uh, athlete. Yep, one hundred percent minus Klokov. Minus <laughs> which was cool to have him in too. That was also Dude, an it was interesting all inspiring. Yeah. Shit, what if you brought a strong man in? Yeah. What if you brought a strong man into your team? I think CrossFitters would love like, that. Like Gabe from here. Uh, yes, <laughs> I th I think CrossFitters would love that. Yeah. That's yeah. It's it, there. There is a huge potential. There's, but it all comes back down to what is CrossFit going to do? All right, I'm I, I'm glad we did this podcast because I'm more excited now. I'm actually kind of pumped up. Cool. Because I started I started really depressed. <laughs> and you know, almost uh, I almost canceled podcast like about six times this morning. I almost canceled this podcast. Really? Yeah, because I was we're typing the emails just like there's just like it's too complicated. It's to, it's better to kind of go back and yeah, forth. But, you know, CrossFit's never going to be able to do this. This is not going to happen. You can't. Then no one's going to want to do online comps. I think there's a possibility that CrossFit could pull this off. But like you said, it has to come from a support from the affiliates and also somebody yes. else that wants to basically organize and put together in-person competitions. You have to have a massive. You have to have a massive open mind. Yeah, it, a massive open mind and creative. And, yeah, and creative. Yeah. And I'll go back to, you know, there's a, there's a number of things that Tony Budding did wrong, but, but one of the things that guy did right was create a killer viewing experience. Yes. And that was what, and he's, and he's still doing it today's drone league and then other stuff he's working on. 
he, he knew how to create and entice and, and get people to, to be excited. Mm -hmm. there, I, I've watched, look, uh, you know, I, I'll never get back the, the, the emotion. I was in the, I found myself in the stands there that you showed that the Diablo mm -hmm. counting Whitney's reps. Yeah. But I will never, ever forget sitting in those stands the most excited I've ever felt in watching sports. And my brother played 12 years of professional football mm -hmm. and that includes two Super Bowls and he played and was all pro and all of that. And I, and that was exciting stuff and really emotional for me. Yeah. But, but more, but more excited, more, more emotional, more exciting was sitting in that third or fourth quadrant mm -hmm. and watching members of my affiliate, you know, play on a professional level on TV. Mm -hmm. um, just, just, pounding out reps and winning a race because of as a result of their training and effort and and just the and the team that would come to remember the, how the team would you guys would sprint down so the what the whole like especially if it was a two-man event the four players the other four players on the team mm -hmm. were down at the end at the start line watching and then as soon as they we finished and we won a race, that those four push would sprint to the end. It was like the sprint uh, and then it's just hugs and holding each other and it's just like watching a football team uh yeah, charge the field. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. It was it was unbelievable. And that energy is possible. You can yeah. manufacture that. I think CrossFit can pull that together. They can. This guy talked to us about some planning and talking strategy. Yeah. Stuff. All right. We've gone on long enough. Yeah, I was going to say, my, I forgot to plug in my computer, and it's I just gave me the, the uh, low the battery signal. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> so this is, this is our, our, our uh, yeah, our sign-off. Anyway, sign I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed it. We had fun. Um, I enjoyed this discussion, yeah, Jamie. Thank too. you very much. Yeah, that, was, that was really good. That was better, way better than I thought. All right. Cheers, guys. Till next time. Yep. That was good.